When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Lauren. Yes, Nicole. I'd like to start today's show with a story, please, if I may. Please. A family of four are traveling in a car on a country lane on Christmas Eve night. Picture the scene. There is snow on the ground. Christmas songs are coming from the radio and the children and the parents are all singing along. It's wondrous. Mum and dad smile to one another and hold hands. The camera then pans out to the open road as the music gets louder. What do you think happens next? Well, without any doubt, either a huge truck comes in the opposite direction and they skid off the road or dad like turns around to smile at the kids. And again, they skid off the road and fall down the side of the mountain and crash and burn and die. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Obviously. You've got vivid imagination going there, woman. (laughs) Well, yes, because that's how our mind works. The minute we see something as joyous, we naturally assume something catastrophic is going to happen. And that is what this week's show is about, joy. So, That story was from one of Brene Brown's talks on the power of vulnerability. Dr. Brene Brown is an American author who has spent decades studying the topics of courage, vulnerability, shame and empathy. She is to date the author of five number one New York Times bestsellers and holds the record for the most watched TED talk of all time. Brown teaches us that joy is the most under-experienced emotion we have. In one of her many appearances on Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Conversations, the two women are discussing joy. Oprah asks her, why do we stop ourselves from feeling joy? I'm sure she doesn't say it that screechly. No, I'm sure she doesn't. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm not not laughing because of that. I'm laughing because my grandfather always used to say, oh, that lovely woman, Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) That's why I'm laughing because I hoped you'd say it like that. Yeah, you've probably been surprised that I didn't. Oprah Winfrey. Um, (laughs) The two women are discussing joy. Oprah asks her, why do we stop ourselves from feeling joy? Brene Brown replies, when we lose our tolerance for vulnerability, joy becomes foreboding. And when Oprah asks her, why do we do... Oprah? Oprah? Oprah. Oprah. When Oprah asks her, why do we do that? Brene replies, because we are terrified of it being taken away. What we do in moments of joyfulness is we try to beat vulnerability to the punch so we don't enjoy moments fully. We hold back, waiting for the next shoe to drop. We try to dress rehearse tragedy so we can beat vulnerability to the punch. Denying yourself joy is sadly quite common and people fall into fear much quicker than they do joy. But joy and happiness can be learned behaviour. It's not something that some people just happen to have and others don't. It's a state of mind and then a state of being. Only a very small percentage of people have what's known as the happiness gene. So if we don't learn how to be joyful, we will naturally fall into negative thought processes and behaviours. Nicole, do you know there is a name for this fear of being joyful? (gasps) There isn't. There is. Do you love it? Oh, I do love it because I've now got about 12 people in my mind. Go on. It's called cheddarphobia. Chera, cheddar phobia. No, chera, chera phobia. <laughs> Nothing to do with cheddar. No, because I was. I hate cheese. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So I thought, oh my god, it's got a name, cheddar phobia. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect that is a name for fear of cheese, and it won't be 
Cherophobia. It, it, it should be. It should be, but it isn't. No, cherophobia is a phobia where a person has an irrational aversion to being happy. It's a form of anxiety disorder, and the anxiety is related to taking part in activities that would be thought to make you happy or bring you joy. So, a quick disclaimer here: this is a condition that hasn't been widely researched or defined, but there are a number of mental health ex- experts who talk. On the subject. Okay. So I'll give you some examples Please. of symptoms associated with cherophobia. Experiencing anxiety at the thought of going to a joyful social gathering like a party, a concert, or a similar event. Do you get that? Um, I'm just wondering I, if you and I have a fear of being joyful. I, I don't I get mean, that. I mean, I definitely have had that. Okay. I have, at times, I have had that more in my younger years, I'd say, than now. Interesting. Well, now we don't go anywhere. <laughs> now you don't need it. <laughs> I wonder if we're probably all going to have a bit in this. Social anxiety Come. once we're allowed out. Yeah. Well, the, you know, Horrendous. first vaccine's been given today. It's Yay! coming. It's a coming. To a woman. Yes. So Margaret. Uh, another example is rejecting opportunities that could lead to a positive life change due to a fear that something bad will follow. I think that's quite common. Yeah, very common. Uh, And also a refusal to participate in activities that most would call fun. Again, I I know about common, but I I can see why people might think that fun is just frivolous and a bit of a waste of time. I don't feel that way, but I I would imagine there's many people that do. And so these are some of the thoughts, the key thoughts that a person who experiences cherophobia might include. So this is the sort of things they might be thinking. Okay. Being happy will mean something bad will happen to me. Oh, God. Happiness makes you a bad or a worse person. That's a weird one. Yeah. Trying... I wonder why happiness would make you a bad person. Uh, uh, my guess would be you would have to have come from some sort of past yes. trauma to yes. feel like that. Yes. Trying to be happy is a waste of time and effort. Yep. I prefer not to be too joyful because usually joy is followed by sadness. Oh. And disaster will often follow good fortune. So some people have problems allowing themselves the slightest joy or pleasure because they feel undeserving of it. It can stem from a past physical or emotional trauma. And the assumption is that happiness cannot be stable or constant and only bad luck is going to follow it. So there's no point believing in happiness and well-being in the first place. But of course... Jesus, how debilitating is this phobia? Incredibly. But of course, it leaves you totally unable to experience one of the most important places we all strive for happiness and a huge component to happiness is of course joy joy positively plays a part on our mood as well as our health studies show that joyful people have less chance of having a heart attack maintain a healthier blood pressure and tend to have lower cholesterol levels isn't that amazing yeah it happier is. people have lower cholesterol well it's levels. the mind body connection isn't it yeah and it's stress and yeah. stress is just that silent killer There's also research to prove that joy boosts our immune systems, fights stress and pain and improves our chance of living a longer life. Add to the fact that joyful people tend to be more patient, kind and creative than their peers. Studies have shown that they're also more likely to have healthy, meaningful relationships that last. The science shows that our brains work significantly better when they are in a positive state as opposed to a negative one. So prioritising your joy could be the magic ingredient for your wellness needs. Joy is a universal human emotion and we are all capable of feeling it, says Ingrid Fettel-Lee, the author of Joyful, The Surprising Power of Ordinary Things to Create Extraordinary Happiness. That's a long a title long, for a it's book. It's a dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a, that is a that long, is long. I, I, IRL. Isn't yeah. Ingrid says, if you look at children, you can see that joy is sort of effortless. Kids naturally find joy in the world around them. As we get older, we're pressured to put aside a lot of the things that bring us joy. We have to act serious and we don't play as much. Our culture has a bias towards seriousness, cynicism, coolness and distance, as opposed to exuberance, enthusiasm and vibrancy. These are the things that really bring us joy. Very British, isn't it? Coolness, distance, cynicism as well. Yeah, And, and people understand it more than they do if someone comes into an office all bouncing and full of life really most suspicious yeah be like what What? is she taking or what's with her because she's happy or he's happy even like being in America for the first time and going into a a shop the whole retail experience in America the whole service experience how are you today have a great day and you're like go away weirdo 
<laughs> you know, you don't get that in boots. <laughs> don't get that. You really don't get that. Don't in get boots. that in the cure at H and M, do you? Def- and next, and I'll tell you where you definitely don't get where? it is in Zara. Oh, but that is a different vibe because they're Spanish. They're, so they, they are, are too cool. I don't. To I don't you. know what goes on with their customer service and their customer training. But do they tell them all to be really abrasive and rude and fucked off? I just they don't like ex- they don't encourage joy. At they, Zara. they don't engage. They're just living in their own sort of Spanish Penelope Cruz sort of movie. <laughs> Basically, do work in Zara. <laughs> you just don't I know get the paid. Stock at all times you just don't get just paid. Don't get paid. Yeah. Often people will come up to me in Zara and say, do you have this in a size 10? I'll be like, well, it's not actually over here. It's just actually at the front. You do not. I do. I find Zara the most joyless place <laughs> on earth. Can I just put that out there? The most joyless place on earth. Research shows that experiencing little moments of joy on a regular basis reduces stress. When we undergo something very stressful, if we have a moment of joy, it can actually speed the physical recovery from the stress too. Over time, that can have a positive effect on the cardiovascular system. Joy has even been connected in some studies to longevity. Mm. Joy also has an effect on our mind. In some studies, people are up to 12% more productive when they're feeling joy. Of course, they've got so much more energy when you're joyful. Joy seems to sharpen our minds and increase our cognitive flexibility. Joy is a contagious emotion. And one of the more intriguing findings is that joy makes us more physically attractive. Yes. Of course, a well, smiling be, person's yeah. more attractive than a scowler. Absolutely. Unless you're Spanish, in which case it's very <laughs> sexy. Unless you're Penelope Cruz, <laughs> working in Zara. <laughs> As if. So when we exhibit joy, we actually end up attracting others, which of course makes us feel more connected to the world around us. Choosing joy is a matter of changing the lens by which our brain views the world. Just like any habit we develop in life, we can train our brain where to focus. By default, our brain looks for what is wrong, what might be a danger or any other negative emotion. And those negative emotions are useful at times, but they can be very damaging to our mental health and our perspective of the world around us. As we retrain our brain, we become deliberate about what we are thinking. This informs our focus, which then determines how we feel and then how we behave. Choosing joy can play an integral part on how we see the world, how we nurture our relationships and how we respond generally in life itself. Joy is an intention, a conscious choice. So how do we choose joy? Well, choosing joy is like choosing love. It's not something done once and then forgotten. Choosing is a habit. Many times a day, each day, every day, we have to choose the things we want for ourselves. Yes. Joy is not a limited resource. It is renewable. Oh, that's lovely. It is. Joy breeds joy. It spreads when you give it away. As you progress on your journey to joy, as you experience the peace and contentment it brings to life, you'll inevitably want to share your joy with others. Joy is an important choice to make. You can choose to be joyful every day of your life or you can choose something else. Yeah. And with Christmas around the corner and COVID restrictions still in place, there has never been a better time to get our head around what sounds like a simple yet very powerful practice. Christmas is supposedly the most wonderful time of year, but in truth, it can be extremely stressful for some or most people. The pressure of Christmas and being jolly can take its toll, and this year has its challenges before we even start. So, Self-Care Club Wellness Road Tested, we have your backs, and we wanted to explore the reality and simplicity of joy itself and report back on whether it really works. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. 
We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. It's the old nature and nurture argument, isn't it? Yeah, and actually somebody in 2016, there was a study done into this and they made a landmark finding about how we do have what they call the happiness gene. Um, so some people are more predisposed to being happier, the glass half full type of person than others, but it's only 40%. So there's 40% of us genetically that you have an excuse to go, I'm not happy because of this, <laughs> okay? <laughs> but there's 60% that is to do with our choices and the things that we do. And so that's really key. And I think that's what people, that, so when you, when you get away from the nature and nurture and you look at yeah. it and you think, okay, so we do have a choice. Yeah. We do have a choice about being happy. And so when you think, can you teach joy? Yes, you can. You can. We have enlisted the help of happiness expert Gaynor Murthy to explain to us how to bring more joy into our everyday. Gaynor is the Chief Happiness Officer and CEO of the Happy Days for Everyone charity. I want a title that yeah. says I'm the Chief Happiness Officer. But you can't because it's Gaynor's title. <laughs> like, oh no! But is that not the... You'll have to usurp her. <laughs> You'll have to form a coup. Give me... I want a name like Chief yeah. Happiness Officer in, in our relationship I because like like, that is the coolest job title. Chief Eyeliner Officer. <laughs> it's a bit of a fucking downgrade from happiness officer isn't it all I bring here chief, is eyeliner chief positivity officer yeah how's that so it's better than eyeliner oh, I like your eyeliner you know what you can take the week to uh, refine it okay I'll, I'll get back to you <laughs> throughout her 20 year career Gaynor has worked in education most of her life while studying marketing NLP life coaching and integrative psychotherapy from all of her experience she was fascinated with the idea that everyone no matter their age or background ultimately just wanted to be happier eager to understand more she discovered up-to-date findings in neuroscience behavior sciences and positive psychology and began to write her own solution to help others find more happiness her habits to happiness program was born Gaynor has a particular interest in helping children and young people she's an advocate and living proof of social mobility and wants to make a real impact on positive systemic change in the future for our next generations she believes she can do this by educating others on finding their happiness and joy. Our new experiences create new ways to view and it changes that projection, that way yeah. we're projecting onto the world. If you put something different in, you're going to get something different out. Yeah. And so I'm really Love passionate that. about offering new experiences people no, mm. no matter what your age it's not just about children yeah. and you will find joy and actually one of the positives about COVID um, I did an event the other week and people are beginning to find joy in the everyday again yes yes but I think it, that's yeah. hugely vital for us to, to take that with us that we can yeah. see the beauty in the ordinary well, our worlds have become so much smaller they've shrunk yeah so you have to find the things that well, you don't have to you. well to, if you want to stay sane yes. and happy, yeah. you, you yeah, need to find the things that yes, bring you joy. Like, you know, we both said at six o'clock and we stop and we have a glass of wine. Like yes. that brings us happiness, just the ritual yeah. of it. For more from Gaynor Murphy, please be sure to tune into our Joy Epilogue show. It's out this Friday. So before we go into our week of joy, we're just going to go to a short break and we'll see you in a minute. This, this week, week on Stakhanov. Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy releases a brand new episode exploring the hot topic of head injuries in football. As well as exploring the sports link with dementia with neuropathologist Dr. Willie Stewart, Melissa spoke to ex-Tottenham star Ryan Mason, who was forced to retire after a devastating head injury aged 26. I couldn't look at light. I was sleeping for like 20 hours a day. I couldn't really hold a conversation. Um, like I say, when, when the brain gets an injury, the body almost just instinctively responds and it, it almost just shuts everything else 
down. Meanwhile, self-care club Wellness Road Tested have launched a brand new epilogue show. Join Lauren and Nicole every Friday where they'll be hearing about your experiences, talking to the experts and reading the very best wellness literature in the self-care book club. I think it's a totally life-changing book for sisterhood and womankind. It's revolutionary in how to adopt self-love and live for who you are. Search Between the Lines and Self-Care Club on your favourite podcast player. All that and more at Sukarnov. So, what did we do for our week? How did we bring joy into our life? Well, firstly, we wrote down three to five things that we find joyful in the everyday. This was just to bring consciousness to the areas where we already have joy and just to bring them to life. And we also made sure to find something special that was outside of our everyday joys to experience. A little bit more tricky during COVID, <laughs> a little, but still full of possibility. So here's, here are some ideas for what you could do. Dance, listen to your favourite music, watch your favourite film, call the person who you feel so good to chat to, go to a place that makes you happy, wear an outfit you love. Put on that lipstick that makes you smile. They're all pretty simple. They are, aren't they? Very. Which is straightforward. Yeah, the beauty of this exercise. And then we followed this step-by-step program to help us consciously choose joy in the moment. So number one, notice what emotion you are experiencing and become aware of where you are. Don't judge it, just notice it. So for example, if you're feeling irritated, which <laughs> Lauren tells me apparently I feel irritated a lot, um, or if you're feeling happy or you're feeling tired, just notice where you are. Number two, make the nearest joyful choice that you can. Example, if you are walking down the road and it starts raining, don't concentrate on the rain and getting wet. Maybe focus on Take a joyful choice, perhaps a pretty flower or someone walking past you and you like their outfit. It doesn't matter what it is, just something that lifts your mood and is a more of a positive than a negative. So from upset to joy. And then number three, just notice how it feels to experience that joy. Yeah. So joy, choosing joy doesn't have to be difficult. It just has to be conscious. Yeah. So tell me, how how are you feeling going into this week, Joy? <laughs> yeah, I felt great. I was really up for it. Again, you know, these mental practices are... They're your faves. They are my faves because it's what I coach on and yeah. it's how I try to practice everyday life. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely thing to be asked to find joy yeah. for a week. Yeah, uh, not was, a bad job, is it? I was well up for I it. I could be chief joyful officer. It's okay. a bit similar to happiness. It's a little, a little I'm similar, a little stepping on gamers' toes there. <laughs> Come a bit. Okay, we'll find one. You we'll don't want one. to be chief irritability officer, do you? I have been. Maybe you can email in if you're listening at home of what my title could be here in this relationship. Do you know what this week just made me like the whole week of the same song has been in my head? Which is? Oh, I'm going to say it. Because I'm happy. That one. No. God bless you, merry gentlemen. It's a Christmas carol. Have you, did you sing it to me on the phone the other day? Did I? You definitely gave me a song somewhere and I'd never heard of it. Yeah. I just, I called you up and you just started <laughs> singing. You, good tidings of comfort no. and joy. Comfort and joy. Good oh, is that what's been going on? And it's very timely. Yeah. I know, but that's the song that's been playing in my head the whole week. There's worse one. songs. <clears throat> well, it was joy, you know, it's about joy. And it is, because it's a joyful time of the year, it apparently. Is. Any preconceptions about this? This joy week? No. No, I'm really comfortable with it. Mm. I, I believe I practice this every day anyway. Yeah. You? I, I definitely don't practice it every day. Uh, I did wonder how, how easy it would be. I haven't tried this consciously before. As in, I don't wake up in the morning and go, today I will choose joy. I do. Do you? Yes. Wow. I listen to something called Abraham Hicks yeah. every day. Who's and that? What's that? Abraham Hicks teaches about the law of attraction. Oh, yes. Love a bit of that. Manifestation, mm. upping your frequency, oh, yeah. staying in the right um, vibration mm. and making sure that your mood is attracting what you want into your life mm. and your belief systems are all matched up. Mm. And I listen to this every day religiously and I love it. And so Abraham or Esther Hicks is always teaching us to always choose the next best feeling thought. Mm-hmm always pushing us to choose something positive rather than negative. So I feel like I've had good training here. 
I I haven't. Shall we? <laughs> shall we? Before we go into our, our individual weeks, do you want to share our three to five things that were I would love our to. everyday yes. joys? Yes. Okay. Go on. Well, my first one is uh, bedtime. Not my bedtime, but Josh, my little one's bedtime. Reading in bed with Josh at bedtime. Beautiful. Um, I uh, I am obsessed with his smell. <gasps> That's on my list. Not really. Josh's smell. <laughs> It'd be very weird. Sometimes his smells aren't so great. But my my little one's yeah. smell. There's, I always tell her she needs to bottle it. Oh my god! It's like you know there is a real thing about the smell of babies' heads. When mothers yes. sniff their babies' heads, yes. it makes them want to look after them. But I know he's nearly eight. But she's that, just turned ten. That like after bath in bed, warm, clean pajamas. Mm. I mean, it's delicious. Delicious. It really. <laughs> It is. I mean, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that because no. that is pure joy. Yeah. And also because it's that end of the day thing, we're snuggled up, we're reading his book and that, that brings me joy. So that's the first thing. The second everyday thing is just walking with and being with my dog. I just love him and you are soon to know this joy for yourself. Well, I won't be able to walk. I'm getting a puppy. In six days, but, five five days, but, but she, I won't be able to walk her for she quite a while. Will bring you joy. I hope so. And my dog brings me joy. And then um, the other thing is when everyone's in bed and no one needs me, and I can completely just indulge in whatever TV yes. I'm watching, guilt free. What are you watching at the moment? Um, I've just finished the Crown series four. Oh. Obsessed. I mean, nothing more joy. I, I said to Adam when we finished it. If I could watch one episode of The Crown every night for the rest of my life, I would be very, very happy. I mean, full disclosure, I have never watched The Crown before this series. I jumped straight to series four. It's so unlike me, but I did. I started at I, series I'm, four. I'm, You're shocked, I'm, you? I'm almost outraged. I know. And you've missed three incredible series. Well, I can go back. You have to go back because you have to go and watch Claire Foy play the Queen. I, I will. But this is not a Crown but podcast. my God, I mean, no. Because there is one. Oh, yes, there is. So that's the other thing. And then the fourth thing is just cooking. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Tell me your Simple, everydays. aren't they? They're simple. Yeah. Um, exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I feel incredibly euphoric and joyful when I exercise. Yeah. I also put walking in the woods. Um, I, all Yes and yes to all of yours, perhaps not cooking. I don't mind cooking, but I wouldn't say it's one of my joys. Um, feeling healthy yeah. is something that brings me a lot of joy when I know I've eaten really well and I've done a lot of exercise. I just love that feeling. Clothes, mm. it's just a nice outfit and mm. makeup, that brings me joy. And the other one, the current most joyful yeah. thing in my life yeah. is Below Deck. Below Deck. Yeah. This is a very popular show. It is. Yeah. Genius. I might save that for, you know, I don't know what. <laughs> for what? The next lockdown. Yeah, lockdown part three. <laughs> it's just utter shit and it's totally joyful. So I'll just say, hey, you brings me joy. Yeah, I've subscribed to that now. Yeah, you, I mean, it's you. the best five ninety nine I spent the whole of lockdown. <laughs> okay, so come on, let's hear about your week. You want to hear about my week? Yes. Okay. That is the point of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it is. Uh, so those were my everyday things. Yep. And then I did. I, I went on a little special outing. But did you yeah. utilise those things every day? Like, how did you... Because they're there anyway. Yes. But was there a shift in making them conscious because they're suddenly in your joy box? Did it spark well, it off a bit more? I had more of, of a conscious feeling of this is lovely. Yeah. I am enjoying yes, it. As yes. you'll hear in my recordings, okay. I guess. Lockdown has ended. Hooray. So I took myself off this morning to the nail salon. I haven't been since the end of September. It was very much needed. And it was half an hour of pure, unadulterated joy. And I also chose the colour that I felt was going to bring me the most joy. And that colour is a silver glitter. And wow, it is bringing me all sorts mm. of happiness. <laughs> so after I left the nail salon, I went shopping for the local food bank and I delivered it because I wanted to counterbalance a selfish indulgent act for an act of kindness. And That's that nice. has actually made me feel great. I really like to feel like I'm doing my little bit, especially at Christmas. And all in all, a really nice, joyful morning. Gorgeous. I mean, it wasn't a particularly miraculous, special day, but it did bring me joy. I really hope that's what is that's what we're going to highlight here today. 
is that it doesn't have to be huge and miraculous. No, and it doesn't have to mean, go to Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. In order to find the joy, because I want people to find the joy wherever they are, yeah. however they are. Yeah. And not have to go, like you said, to Disney World to go and find it. And then the second sort of out of the ordinary, it's still ordinary, but I suppose it's out of the ordinary for yes. thing was this. It is Saturday. The seven foot Christmas tree has arrived. Oh. Normally this is an afternoon of frustration and much swearing for me whilst I wrangle alone with lights and a huge box of decorations. However, this afternoon, my entire family mucked in, cooperated. I got practical lighting advice from my husband. I got extremely good even bauble distribution from my children. <laughs> We put on Christmas music. We actually had fun. Oh. I have to tell you, it it was joyous. And the end result, oh, a thing of beauty to behold. So all the decorations out, the wreath is on the front door, the lights are up in the kitchen, the tree is looking on point, and I am feeling all of the pre-Christmas joy. Oh, that's so lo- idyllic. I wish you could see my full bush. <laughs> We've talked about it enough. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that line? How long? A week. <laughs> the minute the tree went up. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's one of the best offers I've had all year. <laughs> but you know, the joy was so great for that afternoon. I couldn't believe it that I got actual, like, not only cooperation, but genuine happiness in the household. We were going to go out on Saturday night because we could. And we were like, no, fuck it. The house looks great. Let's make gin and Prosecco cocktails at home. Watch Strictly. I I was like a pig in shit. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Fucking great. Yes. And tell me, how did it feel in your body? How did you feel? Just lovely. And it kind of just made the whole evening nice. And that kind of bled into the next day in a good way. Everyone was in a better mood. I think when mummy is in a better mood, everyone is in a (laughs) better mood. When mummy's had her Prosecco (laughs) gin. Then everyone's happy. Um, so that was that. My kids sometimes ask me what, to get drunk. Sometimes, <laughs> mummy, please get drunk. You're much more fun when you're drunk. Firstly, I very rarely get drunk. You really don't get drunk because yeah. alcohol doesn't agree with yeah. me. And secondly, they think if I have one vodka tonic that I'm basically a lush. Is that true? What that I'm a lush if I have one vodka tonic? Oh, that it makes you a lush. No, it doesn't they, make you drunk. Oh, that it's terrible to have one drink. Yeah. Oh God, it's good they don't live in my house. I did think, like, you, all they do is see me go to the bloody gym and eat a lot of quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, it's really good they don't live with me. <laughs> now, I just wanted to tell you about another place that brings me joy. Yes. But I didn't actually get a chance to visit this week. I kind of wish I did. To the garden centre. I l- love the garden centre. No, it is uh, the John Lewis haberdashery department. <laughs> now... <laughs> It is a place. Can I tell you something that yeah. might, yeah, it might make your full bush twitch? Yeah, I can't believe I just said that. Come on, I can't what? believe I just said that. Come on, say your full bush twitch. Yes. My dad listens to this show. Hi, Tony. <laughs> dad, yeah, come just, on. I didn't say that. No, she didn't say it. Right. Um, yeah. My parents, yes, used to own a small chain of haberdashery stores. Oh my god. Yeah, I knew we were meant to meet Nicole. <laughs> Do they still have any? Not even one. They have one left. And what we used to do yeah. every night yeah. <laughs> yeah. is my mum used to put a big box of zips yeah. in the middle of the living room yeah. and one of us had a stapler yeah. and one of us would write what inches it was. Yeah. One of us had the tape measure. You were home editing as a child. You were doing the home edit. We we were, we were well, we were like labelling up all the zips. Oh. That so one like, of us would measure the zips if it was seven inch and we would go seven inch and then the woman, the person with the label would write seven inch and then the next person would go over to the next person and then they'd staple the label onto the zip. And it was a whole production line. We used to do that a lot. I mean, that is like How a is dream. That? That's like a dream childhood. There I've, were buttons. Oh my there God. Was, Did you get to sort the buttons into size and colour? I don't remember the buttons. But um, you know what else? Yeah. Do you remember at school when we used to um, sew together the animals? And we used to stuff the animals and then used to sew oh, them and it yeah. came with a pattern. Yeah. Yes. My mum supplied the schools. So I had 
endless supplies of these stuffed animals that I could sow. God, you were a really lucky child. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Jealous as fuck. <laughs> so go on. The haberdashery it, department. It is, I mean, have you ever been there? Well, <laughs> well after my story, I think it's cleared said and never needed to, you did I? You could have I? gone for like a compare and contrast. I could have. Uh, it is a place. But because of- I was, I guess it's like we always had an endless chocolate tin in my cupboard. So I always had a good relationship with food because it was just. Yeah, me too. Exactly the same. Allowed. Yeah. But my, a lot of my friends would come in and, and then just, just rage. Like, oh my God, yeah, I can't believe yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. the same. My mother had a, a burnt orange, uh, round, sort of rubber Tupperware thing, and it was full of Kit Kat, yes. whatever. I yeah. didn't care. No, I didn't care. Because it was around me all the time. Like, yeah. So I think it's the same with the haberdashery. Okay. But can I just tell you about the John Lewis haberdashery department? <laughs> Please. Go for it. It is a place of deep comfort deep joy it is it's it's what is it that's in there that brings you such comfort it's it's so peaceful it's so quiet it's staffed by elderly women who have just like this innate knowledge of knitting patterns i do not knit i I do not sew i I do not crochet i have no need for anything that they sell in there but at times of despair but they love you as a customer <laughs> i bet you don't bring them as much joy as they bring you <laughs> i'm telling you that at times of despair in my life i have headed oh it's actually a mode of self-care for you this department seriously and i honestly feel like if there was a nuclear holocaust that is where i would go because <laughs> nothing bad can happen in the john lewis haberdashery department fact Based on... It's a fact. Based, based, yes, but you're someone that likes to do their research. So I'm wondering if there's science to back that up. It, it, I it's don't just know a fact. what it is. It's just a fact. <laughs> don't okay. unpick it, Nicole. If they press the nuclear button, head straight there. But don't tell anyone else because it's where I'm going. Okay. okay. I'll know where to find you. Right. That, that, that's my week of joy. I mean, I love you. That is the weirdest place to find joy. But I love that you have it. Go there and try and be stressed. I mean, go into that department. Sit I will. In it, when I get be, you just can't. 26 seconds to myself, that's yeah. what I'll do. Okay. You just can't. You you just, all you can feel in there is like, um, I mean, maybe I'll go there to meditate. Oh. oh you maybe should. I'll go back there yeah. to meditate. Yeah. They, that might really piss them off. <laughs> Well, am I pretty? That again might not bring them so Why much joy. <laughs> just sitting there with a with a roll of wool. Do they call it a roll of a wool? Ball. A ball. ball of wool in each hand, mm. oming. Oh my god! It sounds like I'd bliss. then have to come and like you have to come and rescue me. I'd have to I'd have to come and like check you out of the priory. I think no. You'd have to put me in a temple because I would be like the Buddhist leader there. If that was what I did every day. You might be the Buddhist I'd leader. So I think there'd be many chill. other people around, your husband included, as well as myself, that would be quite concerned. <laughs> anyway, let's leave the John Lewis haberdashery department. And, 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 and That's what I love about this show. You never know where it's going to go. You don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear about your week, please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, um, well, you've heard about my everyday ones. Yes. And I really used them. You really did. I really did. Oh, the... you did use them extra this week? Um, I got dressed a few more times than I normally would. Okay. Normally, I just will stick on gym gear or yeah. we're in tracksuit bottoms a lot, aren't we? I was putting on dresses yeah. and full face of makeup. And nice. It was just making me happy and feeling a bit better. So, okay. I was using that. Um, I was back at the gym. Mm. So that was fantastic because I hadn't been for a few weeks. Um, I was blitzing my way through Below Deck. I watched a whole season on Sunday. Mm. I was just joyful. And then this happened. I just bought myself a a bunch of flowers, two bunches of flowers actually, because when I walked into the shop, they were so beautiful, so Christmassy. And I thought, well, I'm celebrating joy this week, all week. So therefore they are going to make me smart and I'm going to get them. And it was so lovely. And you know how we said in the intro that joy is contagious? Well, when I took to go and pay for them to the checkout, the guy was like, these are very beautiful. I said, aren't they? They just make me smile. And he said, I'm so happy you're smiling and I really wish you a wonderful day. And just so you know, they're they're from me. I mean, he didn't pay for them. They weren't actually from him. But he was so (laughs) sweet. And I thought, there you go. That is an absolute sign that joy is contagious. And obviously you are recording that in the middle of what sounds like a torrential it rainstorm. Was, it was torrential. Thursday. It must have been Thursday. Mu- must have been. It was 
dark by like two o'clock and it was pouring, pouring. But you but can listen hear, to how happy you yeah, are. Yeah, you can hear how happy I am. Yeah. And honestly, an eight pound bunch of flowers yeah. made me so happy. Yeah. And it was because I was feeling so chuffed with myself. I obviously exuded that. And then I had this lovely exchange. Yeah. With the cashier. You spread the joy. I spread the joy and yeah. he spread it back. It was really remarkable. Lovely. So that really proved to me that joy is completely contagious. Love it. So there was another morning um, that, and I feel like this is quite an important point to make about joy. I woke up very, very overwhelmed. Mm. Um, I'm very busy with work and we are getting a puppy and there's Chris, there's a lot going on. There and is. I was very overwhelmed on Saturday. Um, and I had in my mind that well, I've got to be feeling joyful. I've got to be feeling joyful. I don't feel joyful. I feel stressed and I feel overwhelmed and mm. I couldn't shake the overwhelm. Mm. Um, so rather than beat myself up that I couldn't go from one extreme feeling to another, yeah. because overwhelm to joy is not possible. That's a big leap. It, it's just it's a it, bit of an ask. It's a bit of an ask. Yeah. And it's and it's and also when you're overwhelmed and you've got to get to joy, that's yeah. gonna just all that's gonna do is create more overwhelm. Yes. So and I didn't really want to do that. And because I obviously work in this area, I knew what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, which was just to pick the the next best feeling that I could, which okay. was karma. Okay. It wasn't even calm, it yeah. was karma. Okay. So how can I feel calm? Or just breathe, just breathe for a couple of, you know, just sit here for a minute, close your eyes and breathe. And I did feel calmer. And then once I felt calmer, I could, I could reach for something else, which was then, which was then eventually calm. And then once Mm. I was calm, I was then relaxed. I like it. Right. And then once I was relaxed, I could reach for other things. Yeah. So, um. Like a step ladder. I did go to the gym. Yeah. Right. In the, in the middle of this overwhelm. Um. So I knew I had this joyful piece in there yes. and it it didn't bring joy because what I'm trying to highlight is that joy wasn't possible in that moment. Okay. But the gym broke it up a bit for me. Yeah. Um and it sort of allowed my head to focus on something else. Yeah. So it helped. Okay. I didn't get to joy. But what I did get to was more joyful than overwhelm. But that's kind of the point. Yes. Is that you're choosing yes. something better than the place that you're in. You made an active choice. I, I'm choosing not to be in this overwhelm. I'm choosing something better for me that's going yes. to help me. Exactly. Right. And I really wanted to make that point. So it's not an opportunity to be really mean to yourself because women are fucking brilliant at that. Mm. It's an opportunity to exa- go exactly back to what we said in, in the intro Notice where you are without judgment. Pick the next best thing that you can pick and then notice how that feels. And then you c- and then I repeated the process again yes. and again and again. So you climbed up the stepladder to joy rather than in a downward spiral to worse things. Beautiful. Exactly. And that is what the emotional scale is. Love it's it. It's just you're always climbing up to the next best thing. Great. Um, I think if you make joy conscious, which yep. is what you and I were both doing, that that's that's transformation in itself. So going yeah. from overwhelm to karma, that was transformative. Definitely. I found something different in that more, it it, it, it sort of was like an osmosis effect. Mm. It, it, was, exactly. it actually wasn't that conscious. It was just once the joy was kind of there and the mood was up, it, it stayed up. Yeah. And that that's just really, and even like now, we're now, you know, days after that, I think the household generally is feeling on a good vibe. Aww. How long that will last, I don't no, but know. That's, but... but that's bloody brilliant because you are the centre point of that home, really, aren't you? Well, mothers are always the heart of the home, right? Right. Mm. So your mood is going to affect everybody around. Well, your mood is going to affect everybody around you. doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Of course, that's going to have a knock-on effect to everybody, which is why it has to be our responsibility to feel as good as we can in that moment. Yeah. With kindness, with compassion. I also... I did a lot of cooking this week yeah. for my friends. Yeah, my friend's father sadly passed away. Um, I made her family some food. Another friend's father is is quite ill, so I made her family some food. Yeah. And I, exactly going back to what you said, I didn't do it for anything for the podcast, but it just happened that it was on that week. Yeah, and being able to give mm. 
was incredibly heartwarming and incredibly joyful. It is. Yes, it really is. Just to be able to help in some small way. Yeah, you feel better about yourself. Therefore, you feel better. Because you're putting total goodness out into the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't do it because we were, my my reasons were I just wanted to help my friends. That was it. And that was my week. Lovely. Should we sum this up? Definitely. What worked? Oh, I mean, everything worked. There's nothing negative that you can say about joy. No. I can't no. find any anything negative to say about it. It just it just works. Yeah, it just works. What's better than feeling happy? <laughs> it's what we're all striving for. Yeah. Right? Um, what worked for me was being conscious of choosing joy. Mm. I think that's the important part. I think probably the most important yes. part of this week. Yeah. <laughs> so I bottom lined it well then. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, what didn't? Oh, nothing didn't work. It all worked. Yeah. It was a great week. Yeah. Thank I, you. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Better than vaginal steaming, hey? Yeah. Well, jo- more joyful than vaginal steaming. <laughs> Although we did get to sit down for 20 minutes. It's true. <laughs> what did you learn? That it is very freeing to choose something purely for the sake of joy. Yeah. How lovely. And that it is true that joy breeds joy. And when I'm happier, we're all happier. Yeah. And I learned that your parents owned a chain of haberdashery shops. I forgot one other massive thing that has been so the most joyful thing of the Come whole on. week. I found a new Facebook group yeah. called the Cavapoo UK Club. You need to put that into context. I'm getting a puppy. It's a Cavapoo. And it's a Cavapoo. <laughs> and my husband invited me to this this group on Facebook. Yeah. And all anyone does on this group yeah. is post pictures of their puppies and their dogs and just gorgeous videos. It is, I kept saying to Adam, I cannot believe how much pleasure and joy this group is giving me. So puppy porn is giving you pleasure. I mean, it's total puppy porn. Yeah. I can't tell you. And then I put a picture up of Miley, <gasps> our new puppy. And? And I got so many lovely comments and wishing me luck. It was just joyful i am so it's your haberdashery yeah in john lewis that was my place i'm so envious of the amount of joy you are about to get when miley comes home to you you are just it is i'm so i'm so terrified i know i know honestly i'm five days away i'm terrified it is very scary but it is just the best thing ever Dogs Yay. are the best. So what Tell I learned, what you learned. Well, I learned about this this uh, Facebook group. Yes. It's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I anyone go join it. It's just beautiful. Um, and joy looks and feels different depending on where you are emotionally. Okay. So in when I was in Waitrose picking those flowers and I was totally joyful. Yeah. In and the difference between when I was overwhelmed. Yeah. And what joy looks like mm-hmm. from where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't think it matters what you choose to make you feel better. It's just as long as you choose it. What What did you learn about yourself that you didn't know before? Um, my mind is really trained in picking, in choosing the positive or choosing the next best thing. That's great. Yeah, but I've worked, I've really worked at it. Mm. And so this week felt so natural to me and Lovely. actually felt quite proud of myself. Good. What Lovely. About, what about you? I learned that I I think I still attach a little bit of feeling selfish if I choose joy mm. for myself. Like I couldn't just go to the nail salon and go home. I had to like then do the food bank shop. I had to counterbalance. I had to counterbalance it. So maybe there's a bit more to learn there. You know what? It's okay just to be joyful just for yourself. It's okay. Don't feel guilty about that. A good thing. But also what you've demonstrated is that it has such a beautiful effect on everyone around you. It so does. it's not just for you. I get that's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Joy looks different all the time. I know I keep going back to this, but that's I guess that's the the main part of what I've taken from this week. It all it's always looking different. So for example, if I have a headache and I take a paracetamol, it relieves it and that's fine. When I have a migraine and I take a migraine pill, the reward is bigger. But it doesn't mean that the paracetamol didn't work. It just means I'm coming from a different place. So it's like a spectrum. Yes. Okay. And and be kind and compassionate to yourself wherever you're at. Nice. Very nice. Thanks. Will you continue to use it, Laura Mishcon? I mean, of course. Yeah. Especially as the festive season is upon us. Yes. <laughs> 
with your lovely tree and the lights in your kitchen. Uh, What's the song? Which song? The song you sang before. Oh, Comfort and Joy. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one as well, but I'm not singing. I feel like a Christmas song is about to come in and start playing now. Maybe Blondine is going to... uh, Yeah. I could just hear it now. I know. She's going to cut us in some beautiful Christmas carol now. Would you recommend it to your clients? I mean, what's more <laughs> joyful than a baby? <laughs> oh, oh, nothing. And, smell, and a puppy. And the smell. And the smell. smell of the babies. Mm. How can your clients use it in a simple way that doesn't create more work? Well, I would say probably to take some advice from you. And I'm, I'm loving that kind of find the next best emotion if you can't find joy. I just think that's a brilliant tool. Thank you. It's not my tool. I wish I could take credit for it. It is Abraham Take Hicks. the credit. Take it. <laughs> it's like take this it. massive it's great. You know, author and yeah. It's great. And and you... But it's been life-changing for me. It's brilliant. Yeah. And you would recommend it to your clients? Of course. This is the work we do. We yeah. always work on a more positive outlook and a reframe of everything. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. And to use it in a simple way, just yeah. always have it as a as a reminder, a mental reminder. Choose it. Just choose it. Nice. And it's coming in the club. I don't even need to Oh, ask. it's coming in the club. Of course it's coming in the club. How can joy not be in our club? It is fucking joyful, our club. <laughs> it's going to be the best place on earth. It really is. Especially at Christmas time. Thank you for listening today. If you like what we do here and want to be part of the club, please follow us on our social at self-care club channels and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really, really, really helps us out. If you end up trying any of the practices that we do on the show or have something you'd like to say, send us an email. Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. You might even end up on the show. So we will be back every Tuesday and every Friday. This Friday we'll be coming in with something very exciting and we will speak with you then. Have a joyful week. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.